hey everybody this is steve spotlight on someone else and then i am steve and then there's going to be someone else coming coming in soon to 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 be someone else and to have the spotlight on them and to and to you know generally the main objective is to be someone who is not steve that's the main thing implicit in being someone else someone other than steve tom's going to be on here uh in a little bit for for steve spotlight number number 22 22nd episode of this show that i invented out of my invention thoughts i guess my thoughts about sitting you know what makes a good inventor is they have a place where they sit and they think about well what inventions need to be made what kind of what that's how inventions happen everybody you 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 get in an airtight room with no air there's got to be no air primarily and you're sealed hermetically sealed away from everyone else and you invent in such a in a in a in a vacuum people okay you don't you can't get your hands dirty while you're inventing you can't be a wash in the masses of humans and people around you you need to be you need to be in the ivory tower above them doling out inventions towards them from from above doling out podcast steve spotlight ideas like it's penicillin or vaccines oh man down from above up in the clouds Sometimes I have my head in, I guess you have to have your head in the clouds, guys, if you're going to be doing improv, right? Have, have an imagination. Wouldn't that be terrible? Hello, Tom. How are you doing today? You can, uh, the, the microphone, you got to turn your microphone. There's a microphone button at the top of the chat there. If you can see that and you'll be able to start talking. If you can hear me. Hello, Steve. Can you hear oh, me hey. now? I can hear you now, Tom. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. Should I be on this page, which has weird clicky things and buttons, or should I be on a page that shows your face or our faces? Or the, the, Our faces are not visible to each other right now because this is audio only. Oh, isn't that interesting? Okay. Yes. So if you see my face then that's news to me, Tom. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, it's fun. Cause it's, it is, it is audio only Tom. I was thinking about this earlier today. Did you ever, um, like as a kid, like you had some sort of recording device and you just played around with it and you recorded yourself doing stuff and whatnot like that. Oh yeah. And it's summer. So, you know, uh, we were poor growing up, so we didn't have air conditioning. We just had an oscillating fan, hmm. you know. So, mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. Yeah, we had an Arvin uh, with a remote or a, a, a mic cord so we could move the mic closer to it, and it was a cassette recorder. Yeah, and my brother and I would spend hours, you know, the, can you hear me? <laughs> we thought we were brilliant. Yes. That is, that, that, that's, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, uh, we used to do that too, like definitely talking into the fan. I think everybody oh, yeah. did that, right? For sure. I don't think, I'm, I don't have any audio of it though. But yeah, uh, 
kids nowadays don't know what it's like to have that sort of opportunity as a, as a kid. To, to oh to to record their voices, you think into a into a recording device or to play around oh, with no, a fan? Yeah. yeah, talk with a fan because they just you know sit around in their conditioned house. Yeah, and enjoy themselves, you know. Yeah, I yes, I pity them. I pity them yeah. greatly. Yeah, I mean it was the biggest thing, um, you know, as a kid because like you'd hear the ice cream truck coming, and mm-hmm. I I will in a fairly remote area. So the ice cream truck didn't come very often, but uh, out in the country, you could hear it for miles. It, it was, it was, a, I think it was a subtle form of torture for us. To have to, to have to wait for the ice to, to be a, to be alerted that you will get a treat soon, but you don't know when. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It was just like, you'd hear it. And, you know, I lived on kind of a curvy road and then, you know, you didn't understand about how sound waves work. So you'd hear it and you're like, it's almost here. And then it would turn away and follow the road and, and you know, go the other direction. Then it would be really distant and you'd be crestfallen and really sad. Yeah. And then you, uh, yes, I've definitely mi- like heard the ice cream man and then you missed the ice cream man. But I think that also as a kid caused me to explore my neighborhood. And like, that's when we figured out that we had, we had we had an ice cream store that was relatively close that we could ride our bikes to. So then we didn't need the ice cream man at that point. Oh man, you uh, outsourced the ice cream sourcing, huh? Yeah, yeah. And uh, but the 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 lady who who ran that place was actually really mean. Um, but we would go there all the time anyway. It didn't matter. It didn't matter how mean she was. She was like an old mean lady running an ice cream like stand. That doesn't uh, mean work. I don't, I mean, I, it, it, we could have gotten ice cream other places. We'd have to go into town. We'd have to go even further. This one was like, it was, it was something I've never really seen very often. It was like a restaurant, like almost in the neighborhood kind of residential area. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have anything like that. I was way too far out in the country. <clears throat> yeah. One, one year my dad did his, um, took a sabbatical and got his master's degree. We lived in an area where you could ride your bike to a store and it was Schmunk's grocery store. It was the tiniest little place. It was like a, like an extra bedroom in a three bedroom house. And uh, they had a whole wall of candy. And, you know, back then you could get, <clears throat> I'm old enough. You could get multiple, multiple pieces of candy for a penny. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was, it, but uh, I guess by the time I was a kid, it was at least, it was at least five cents, I think, the cheapest candy that I, I could buy. And you still enjoyed it. I st- yeah. There was a nice candy shop. It was called Candy Girl. But then, like, I think we kind of realized, you know, yeah, like, you can go into a grocery store. You can go into a, you can go into a, a Walgreens, or, and they also have candy. So you don't specifically need a candy store. And then Candy Girl closed down. Oh man, yeah, that's too bad because it is specifically. Yeah, I don't even know there's a candy other than like the rock, Rocket Fizz down. What's that called? Rocket Fizz downtown. There's a few candy stores downtown, but you don't see them around. Yeah, there's one in downtown, downtown Littleton in their downtown area, um, and it's much oh, like man. that. Rocket Fizz. Yeah, they have some great stuff. I guess that's true. The the tour, touristy areas will still have that, like a candy store or a fudge shop. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's almost almost like a you know urban designer has to plan for that sort of stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah, boutique shops, olive oil shops, you know. Hmm. Huh? So Tom, you're you're you run the Monkey Butler improv group in Denver. So I do. Yeah. I do, and it's it, it's quite an honor and. To say I run it is is very generous. Thank you, Steve. Um, oh, yeah. We, we we've got a huge group of people who help make that work. I just have you know tried to to be the guy who keeps the thing moving over the past four or five years. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> but oh, um, so let's see. I don't. I just wanted to give because some people listen to this, and I just wanted to people give context to who you were. Sure. Uh, yeah. Um, but usually, like, okay, so let's talk about improv, I guess. What um, what do you think makes a good scene? Um, I think a good scene is when both players or all the players are really um, all really involved, and, and they all kind of pick that same path to follow and, and build on each other. That, to me, is the piece – when that happens, you know, it's like improv magic. Um, and, and that's the stuff I live for when you're just like, oh, it'd be so cool if somebody did this. And then somebody walks in with that offer or something even better. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it has that moment of magic where it's just like, this is great. That reminds me of kind of like sometimes in scenes where there's like sub communication going on, like in a way of like, like, both players kind of know like it's clear that they both know something and maybe it's not the characters have said it outright but some information has definitely been shared there (laughs) yeah and and it's so interesting how that that happens um you'd think it'd have to be something really overt like hey we're gonna go do this nudge nudge wink wink know what i mean yeah yeah so often it doesn't happen that way. It's just like a couple of references are made and you just kind of see the spark in, you know, in the player's eyes where they're just like, Oh, I know what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, I love that piece of it. It, it is one of the few times um, for me as an adult where, you know, I feel like magic really does happen. Yeah. That's yeah. That's good. How do you think, since you teach improv off, often, Tom, how do you think you teach that for people? Or, how, like, yeah, do you get people to see um, that? or Yeah, what yeah. are the, the building blocks that I like people to start to think about is um, thinking deeper off of an offer. And, you know, a lot of times when you'll see an improv scene, somebody gets a suggestion of, you know, uh, thermos. And, you know, then they immediately start pouring, you know, hot coffee out of the thermos. But yeah. I mean, there's nine other levels to go to and, you know, multiple players who are playing off of that. So when they don't go off of the first example, I think that allows for some of that backstory to build. So that's one piece is, you know, go deeper with the offer. And then the other thing is the game within the game. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's there. And um, I love working with, you know, newer improvisers because, they don't even realize that they're in that moment where they're doing, uh, you know, a game within the game. Yeah. The game with, uh, within the game, that's, that is like a sub communicated thing. Um, or, 
it's a, uh, I guess it's, it is recognized by both people um, without directly stating it. Um, and I, de I definitely think, yeah, the, or, sorry, go ahead, Tom. Uh, it, you know, it's one of those moments where like, <clears throat> I'm going to make some reference to, you know, um, the vernacular of a given sport. You know, like I'll make reference like, you know, this is going to be a home run. And yeah. you, you pick up on that and you use baseball terms back with me, even though the scene has nothing to do with baseball. Yeah. But we, we find that, that common language and ways to use those um, those phrases to enrich the scene. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I also find. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I also find when you um, when you're doing improv a lot that the the consistency of the offers tends to tends to almost get a little bit boring. Um, the same kinds of references keep being made. Um, yeah. You know, even though you've got different audiences over you know a couple weeks span, it's um, there, there was a phase in my improv career where everyone wanted to make a reference to, you know, Britney Spears. Hmm. And that had to be <clears throat> a, a reference that seemed to came up all the time. So you have to figure out how to get people to get to different suggestions. So we would actually, whatever we didn't want them to say, we would give as the example. Like we need an example of a famous person like Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> A famous person is literally a thing you don't like. You don't need an example of, but I I understand what you're saying, because uh, like who? Yeah. Um, what was I gonna? Are you gonna weigh in right now on Britney Spears, Tom? How do you how do you feel that whole situation shaking out right now? I you know I have to be honest with you. I have just not been spending enough time in the grocery store to catch up with all the tabloids happening <laughs> with her. So yeah, uh, I I really can't say. You know, I, I mean, it, it's got to be tough, you know, to be a former musketeer and, you know, making mm -hmm. a bazillion dollars in Hollywood and then, you know, having to sort of play the, the oh, woe is me card. I'm, yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's a problem I can't really relate to. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, she works hard. I mean, she had a consistent show. Oh, okay, this doesn't matter. Hey, anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. I mean, I don't know. Do you think you think Britney? You, if you're in a scene about Britney Spears, I, now I'm just going right back to it. If, if you're if you're in a scene with Britney Spears, some of those elements you want to be able to use. I've heard sometimes, like with improv, like it's almost this is almost like a, almost like too crazy of advice, but like that you should be you you should be able to know everything and like almost at least kind of appear like you know about everything in a certain sense. Yeah, I, I, I've had those scenes where <clears throat> somebody will make a reference to something and I try to be, you know, a, a good student of, you know, kind of um, contemporary news issues and you know, have some point of relevance to most topics that come up. But there are those that just come out of left field and it's like I've got nothing. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, it for me, it's almost that moment and, you know, this little tip of the hat to uh, – um, Gilda Radner and her Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana person, you know, where the, the clear misunderstanding of what it is. Yeah. Well, and I don't I just, know. I don't, I know who um, that is, but I don't know that character. But yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was part of the original SNL group. Um, so that, that was her whole thing is she would go on these big rants about 
a given topic and then someone or Emily Latilla was another one of her characters where she just misunderstood what the the issue was. Um, you yeah. know, one of them that stood out for me was euthanasia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the whole play on words of what you can do with euthanasia. Yeah. I saw, I've seen an improv Prob show where Dolores Day had died. She died like maybe like two years ago or something. And so that was the suggestion, Dolores Day. And then the whole thing was just about Dolores Day Day. And pretty much it was about putting on a festival as opposed to who actually Dolores Day is. She's a, she's an actor. So you okay. can like, yeah, just go with what, what I've been doing a little bit is, is giving suggestions that are just nonsense words. Cause I don't, I, I don't know. It's almost like, yeah, I'm like sick of kind of even seeing just where the scene's going to go just based on any, any intelligible word. It's like a little bit predictable. And I like to see what people can do with just complete nonsense. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's that idea of what's the expected response and then just taking a twist on it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's funny to listen to little kids as they're figuring out, you know, the naughty words and they don't, they don't get it right. So to me, that's always an interesting hmm. developmental point for people to have and always feel like that's a safe area for you to jump in back into from an improv perspective. You know, if someone referred to you as a Dita, you don't know what a Dita is. Yeah. <laughs> but you should, yeah. in an improv scene, you should be really offended by that, though. Right. The, yeah. Yeah. You'd be mortified if someone called you a Dita. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I've had to change my whole lifestyle now to avoid this perception of people of me. Hmm. So. Protection uh, program. Say what? You'd have to re-enroll into the witness protection program, yes. for example. Yeah. Just like that guy in Goodfellas, you'd be eating egg noodles with ketchup. Um, I love I love that last scene in Goodfellas when he's he's a schnook in in (laughs) eating egg noodles. Anyway, uh, oh, what was I gonna say? So since you brought up naughty words, how do you like? uh, What do you think about like? Because in in Monkey Butler we don't do dirty stuff. How do you do? Do you do you? Because but I know you've done that, Tom. Do you have a method for being blue or being like dirty in an improv scene or do you, do you not? <laughs> what do um, you think? What is your thoughts? Yeah, I, I, um, I'm not a big fan of, you know, cursing just for the sake of cursing. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it'll get a rise out of an audience and it, you know, it can be funny the first time, um, but yeah. then it seems to fall off favor. Um, I've had that discussion with other improvisers and I'd love to get your thoughts on it, Steve. You know, some people say, well, if it's true to the character, it's not a problem. Where do you land on that? Okay. Well, I have a lot of thoughts. Well, maybe not a lot of thoughts, but there's a couple of, I think um, if you're going to do something dirty or whatever, I think um, it's like, it, I think it's better to almost act like, well, what other choice did I have? Cause I think if you're just doing it to kind of solve 
a problem or solve the scene or make the scene better, you're, or you're throwing something out there clearly just because it's dirty, I think the audience is savvy and enough to recognize that. They know what you're doing. So if that's why you're doing it, then, you know, just, oh, improv has to be dirty. That's what makes it funny. I think people see that and they don't buy it. But I think if it's like there's something there that you're like compelled by or like, I mean, I mean, you clearly got nothing else in, in the chamber and it's pretty much like, yep, that's this is this is what it, this is what it's all right. Here it is. You know, like I think I think like they kind of that like that plays better. So like almost like you're you're being forced to kind of go that direction, I think, is more or or even like you don't you're not making a big deal of it too it's like this is just all right this is it but we're going to move on that's not the whole point here because i think people put if you're using it to solve the scene it's a problem um but you said a second thing that i wanted to anyway go ahead um if it comes across as a genuine reaction that people can relate to yeah um you know i i recall a scene i was in where my scene partner and I were basically, you know, our, our game within the game was a one-upsmanship. You yeah. know, whatever I would say, she would go above me and I would go above her and back and forth. And, you know, she pulled out the ultimate um, reversal because I was trying to play high status through the scene. And at mm-hmm. the end, you know, she basically pulled the trump card of saying, oh, well, you know, the person who's your big backer has died. And, you know, <laughs> I let out a, a very loud... Um, you know, heartfelt, damn it. Um, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know, it's like I'm, I'm foiled at my own game here because yeah. my, you know, my sponsor is gone. You had another thing you want to talk about. I don't know what you were saying now. I can't remember. It was something okay. ab- about some, about the, on the same lines. Uh, yeah, the other thing from, you know, when you talk about, you know, do you need to be dirty or whatever? Um, I find double entendre to be uh, both uh. a good mental exercise for me as a player and mm-hmm. you can get away with stuff because it's suggestive without being overt. Yeah. And if somebody chooses not to be offended by it, the scene still plays. Yeah. I, I was also just recently like if you're, if it's a double, it's like almost like, hey, <laughs> this is a double entendre, and I know that it is, but I'm not like, how else do you want me to communicate this thing? Sometimes I'm like, I'm just, I'm just talking here. I know what I know what I'm saying, but it's like, I'm not taking the scene in that route. I mean, I'm not. It's just, it is what it is. <laughs> like, right? I don't know. Um, because we were talking about balls and bowling, and like, you know. You can always, sure. I mean, that's just, it's just so simple that I'm not, I'm not trying to do it. It's just there. I'm not, let's move on. Cause we all know it's there. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, and, and it's also not fun not make a reference to it. Yeah. Oh, I would not. Yeah. Yeah. Just intentionally yeah. avoid it at all costs. I could very easily see a scene about, any sport where you're talking about balls and then that becomes the whole thing because, and, but I wouldn't, I mean, it's, it's just so obvious to me. So it's like, no, no good. One of the things I do, this is just kind of similar, but another way to look at it. I don't know. Um, 
so I, te I, 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 do, I teach some of my students comics and how to draw comics and stuff. And one of the things I do is I give them comics that have blank. You've seen this. I have comics with blank, the word bubbles. And one of them was squirrels one time. And I thought, okay, this is fine. I'll give this to my students. And then everything that they said was about nuts. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, guys, come on. Like, like you can't be doing this. And they're like, what? And it's like, <laughs> it, it, I was the one reading into it and, and getting all the double entendres. And they were like, we're not, we're not, say, we're not saying those things. It's just, the, I mean, you know, I'm like, uh, like, you know. So anyway, I don't use that one anymore, at least when I'm working with uh, my kids, because that's, that's just where it goes. And I try to avoid that with, in, you know, in school and stuff. Sure, because you like your job. You get it. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's fine. I mean, really, you know, it makes sense to go there. I, I gave, like, like, to the whole faculty of the school, like, a, what I thought was benign. And immediately they said something dirty as, as I was leading it to the faculty. And it's like, hey, you got what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, people go there with humor. It's funny. Um, yeah. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, um, like, I guess, I guess what's, what's going through your head, like in an improv scene? What do you, what are you mainly processing? You think? Um, I'm always, um, set on that idea of what is the person saying? And I mean, the, mm -hmm, the most mm -hmm. basic things always is how am I going to yes and that and, and you know heighten the scene um, but one of the sort of underlying pieces that goes with that is well if that's true then what else is true yeah because that that keeps my creative side of you know keeping scenes out of being you know linear sort of transaction scenes or linear sort of this is what every day is like yeah you know, well, have your razor talk to you when you're shaving your face as opposed to just yeah. being an, in, an inanimate object. Yeah. I think the transaction scene's actually interesting. I know, yeah, like whatever. I guess perhaps older improv vices to avoid them. But I think like... Yeah, I mean, if I mean, you're going to end up in them. I think no matter what you do, anyway, depending on who you're improvising with, I guess I end up in them, no matter as still. But but, and I don't think that I specifically am like, hi, can I buy this thing? But I think like if you're in that, like you got to look at this this you know whether you're the employee or the customer. It's like, well, what else is going on in this relationship between these two people other than that they're buying stuff from each other? Sure. You know, it, it's the idea of, you know, Noah needs an ark. So let's, uh, let's hmm. sell Noah a used ark, you know, like you're a, you know, plaid jacket hmm. car salesman. Now, now yeah. the character is richer and yeah, it's a transaction scene, but it has a chance to go more places. Yeah. I think sometimes it goes into the logic of like, like, yeah, I, when I, when I see, when I, whatever, they seem to be a lot about the lot, like, the logic of the thing being bought, why it needs to be bought. But I, yeah, I still think like even even those are kind of I feel like I see like that's I don't know. I'd rather have like like you should know Noah like almost like if you're if he's trying to buy an ark or sell it or whatever, like like you're one of the guys who lives in his village. You know this guy. 
you got other things going on. I don't know. Yeah, you you've seen this guy. You know him. Yeah. He, he's got history. Yeah. Because you, you can go. Yeah. Yeah. You said you can go. Oh no, I was saying like uh oh, what was I saying like you um. Because yeah, I think because we get in. I th- I don't know. I don't want to analyze it this way, but I think it is because we get in transaction. We get some transactions in real life, and it's a type of interaction with human beings we're comfortable with. I think that's why people go to that type of scene. Uh, there's a yeah, psychology. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, um, a lot of times w- with you've had this new responsibility for the the sensor button, um, and I and um, I just wanted to check in now and just you know how, how is that kind of new kind of promotion and kind of the position? How is that working for you? Um, yeah, I, I guess I feel like we, we've got a, a solid enough group. Um, and you know, when you build that idea of censoring or, you know, <laughs> taking the high road, um, you know, folks are, folks are good about self-censoring. So it, it, it makes mm-hmm. my job easier. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, if mm-hmm. you call someone out on something, everyone goes oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. So. Well, this is well, you know, this is a this is a this is a family, you know, uh, uh, TV station, you know, and and I know you when you were first hired here, you uh, you you know, um, I mean, this was the position you were working towards to be in charge of the sensor button. And what's interesting is, is as a family station, I know you don't you don't use it that often, but I I, I see that you're still willing and eager to to be in this position. Oh, sure. You know, I, I mean, if I'm given the chance to buzz somebody, I'm going to buzz them. Yeah. Yeah. But it, you got it. Yeah. I see the way that you're you're watching the morning froggy puppet show. And I can tell that all of like all of your nerves and senses are are, are aimed at the program that's happening. And you're just ready to hit that button at any second. So I just really uh, I, I'm just amazed at your your commitment to that. You know, I, I feel in a lot of ways, um, a lot of kindred spirit with like a military sniper. Oh. You know, I there you have to breathe right. You know, you mm-hmm. you just you, you take your time, you aim, you focus. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's right there. I mean, somebody's got a crosshair on their head, and mm-hmm. I'm going to find it because yeah. you know that's what this is all about. Yeah. Now you 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 are bring you are bringing a lot of that military training into your into your work here um, because when the when the when that that the the froggy who's the you know the star of the the Monday morning froggy puppet show um, you know you did you did put him in a in a chokehold that one time. Well, I mean, yeah, he's fundamentally evil. You know, I know he runs a kid show and, and he tries to be like he's all, you know, good hearted and pure and that sort of stuff, but I can see through that. I mean mm. I, I really know where where he's uh I think I know where he's gonna go. You know, and yeah. it's it's uh, you gotta think like your enemy kind of thing. Mm. So yeah, there there's another military reference for you, you know. Yeah go where they yeah. go and beat him to the location. A couple of uh you know, people, you know, backstage, we were talking about, 
you know, may, uh, we were just kind of wondering the the length of that enemy list you have, or if you've considered anything else that's that's evil, just to just to make it make everything run smoothly. We just want to you know make you comfortable. Yeah, we yeah. Need to root yeah, out yeah. Any evil. yeah. Accidents happen. They they do. Yeah. You know, and you never know when mm-hmm. or where. Mm-hmm. You know, something. Yeah big or heavy or sharp or potentially explosive or, right. you know, just electrical power. I mean, yeah. hazards surround us in life and you just never know when uh, karma is going to reach up and get you. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you know, you know, I mean, I got the job as the new weatherman because Mike, the previous weatherman was struck by lightning. So, I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, that took a lot of work. I mean, that was an amazing, um, you know, imagine that, a weatherman who would go out and stand under thunderstorms getting struck by lightning. Yeah. It almost was impossible to imagine. Yeah. I mean, I I admire his his determination to re, to report on the weather and, you know, you know, bless him and, and all that. But I think, uh, you know, at the end of the day, he really should have uh, – you should have paid a little bit more attention. This is just my opinion. I know, I know I can trust you with this, cause, but you know, he should have spent a little more time in those meteorology classes. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's the idea of, you know, uh, if it was wet outside, then they go like, it's raining. I'm just like, yeah. well, yeah. Forecasting that before it's happening was, was kind of a key skill. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you got to go? You got to go outside. You got to go outside with the cameras and just prove that you were right? I mean, what was he doing out there? I don't get it. Well, you know, he had a little bit of encouragement because he kept missing the mark. You know, it's not like being a weatherman in San Diego, you know, where we go, well, well, what's it like? Nice. Mm -hmm. Back to you. You know, I mean, we're a part of the country where weather changes. You know, he he had to go experience it. Mm -hmm. He... He would miss the mark quite frequently, just like the, like an aforementioned sniper who isn't breathing properly or, or you know, has their nerves tight. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, at some point, if, if you're sloppy and you're missing, you're going to pay the ultimate price. Now, is, okay. So that, that, the, you're, you're, <laughs> was he, uh, like, regard, in regards to your kind of, uh, your sense of detecting whether people are evil or anything. Just, I'm just wondering if you registered any, anything there with regards to Mike, the previous weatherman whose job I am, I've now taken over. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I was one of those guys who thought, you know, he looked good on camera and you know, he seemed to oh. okay. But, you know, Very you handsome. Can't, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't miss that often because there are people who just don't care about how Mike looks. Like, you know, most of the male demographic didn't care how Mike looked. Hmm. You know, handsome, not handsome, they didn't really care. You know, yeah. if their golf game got you know rained out three weeks in a row because Mike kept missing the forecast, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to end up with a iron upside the head. I just, you know, it could happen. Just saying. I agree. I I agree. I kind of go out there in front of in front of that map every night, and I think to myself, you know what? That these people care about not getting wet. They care about not getting struck by lightning. They don't care if I look like a slob. No, no. You know, I mean, now, 
of course, if, if you don't keep the ratings up, then, you know, we've got some pretty gals who, you know, we'll, oh. we'll see what their odds are of, um, you know, hmm. or to an accurate forecast. Right. Well, you know what? I got news for those those pretty gals. It's going to it's going to take an act of God, i.e. 10,000 volts from a from the sky to get me to 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 be, to be removed from the weatherman position here. Sure, sure. I, I I hear what you're saying, um, but you know, I mean, we've got other other things that you know we'll need people to weigh in on. You know, hurricanes, blizzards. I mean, all that stuff is yeah. you know potential. Oh yeah, that's the that's the weatherman bread and butter, as we saw. I was sorry there, Ted. I almost put my coffee down on your on your sensor button there. Yeah, but yeah, uh, back off, back off. Yes, yes. Okay. Nothing. I'm not a coffee guy. So, you know, if you spill coffee yeah. on my food, that's that. No, 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 no. That's that's yeah. not not going to work. Okay. I was just I was just I just uh, yeah, I mean, I was just finding a place. I've, I've been holding it for a while. It's getting kind of a little warm in my head. I just just OK. Yeah, I don't want to get coffee on your button. I know your button short circuiting would be a very big problem for you. Oh, yeah. That, that'd be like the ultimate. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling like we'd have to shut the whole station down because that, yeah. that's, it's that important. I I feel like if that if that happened, like it's almost like we would need another we would we would need another sensor button in here to kind of just you know try to try to you know uh, mitigate kind of the words that would you know absolutely erupt from your mouth in that eventuality if that happened. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Speaking of which, how do you say the word I am P O R T A N T? I well, okay. I am Im important. Yeah. Important. Yeah, it, it feels. See, you know, Mike, as the weatherman, you've got potential to stick around because you know how to say yeah. that word. Oh. Um, okay. Well, yeah. They, you know, they are the call letters for our family radio or television broadcasting station that we work for. Yeah. You know, and I'm so glad we finally got rid of that K and W precursor thing, man, that was, uh, yeah. that was horrible. No one even knew what those were for anyway. And would, would just, you know, no one. Yeah. We are, we are a family here at I M P O R T A N T. Yeah. And, and we know how to say it important, not important. Yeah, important. Who would be say? Okay, important. I don't like I that mean, at all. I wish I had a, a different button. You know, like mm. one that did more than just sensor. Yeah, you want to you want to have some like a pronunciation button. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, you know, like people would know how to say specific instead of Pacific. Yeah, unless they're referring to the to the specific ocean. Yes, yes. Unless that's that were the case. Yes. A very uh, just a, they mean a, a particular ocean, and so they were referring to the specific ocean that they're talking about. Yes, specifically the Pacific. Yeah. For example. Hmm. Yeah. That. Uh, that's that's a byproduct of the American education system, and don't get me started there. You know, I was thinking, you know, and in, in to support 
just people's knowledge of uh, specific oceans and whatnot. I was, as a weatherman, I have this dream of just descending to the bottom of the Marianas Trench down into Challenger Deep, which is the deepest part there. And, you know, just giving a, just giving a weather report. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, yeah. that's not like a good assignment for you. I feel like there would be a lot of humidity. Yeah. Yeah. I think the moisture content uh, of that environment would be very, very high. I mean, I'm no weatherman, right? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I, I mean, if the pressure got too much for me, Ted, I definitely think you'd still have my back there to prevent me from, you know, making a fool of myself with foul language on the on the transmission of that weather report. You know, Mike, that is never going to be a problem. I've always got your back. Thank you. It is. And, uh, it is a lot. Oh, yeah. It, it, you know, it is a lot of pressure. Uh, you know, in a lot of ways, being a weatherman, not just the atmospheric and oceanic pressure, but um, just just that line of attractive women who, you know, over there that are ready, ready to take my place immediately. I mean, that that always feels like a lot of weight for me. You know, Mike, you bring up an interesting point because, you know, in, mm. in our society today, trying to be, you know, sensitive as we are as, you know, white males, um, mm. really thinking about, you know, how best do we help, um, you know, our, our fellow broadcasters, male, female, mm. old, attractive, mm -hmm. you know, um, not attractive. Uh, how do we help them to find success in, in this yeah. medium? Um, yeah, I, growing up on Walter Cronkite, you know, I mean, hmm. Walter was a, he was a guy everyone trusted. He he wasn't necessarily, you know, a pretty face, but uh, you wanted to hear what Walter had to say every night because that would let yeah. you know that the world was okay. Yeah, or the weather's okay. The weather's okay, and and or that the 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 news and puppet shows aren't filled with foul language. That's the kind of comfort that people need in this trying time. Absolutely, you know. I mean, we, we got to get back to the values of you know mm -hmm. the Wilford Brimley's. Uh, the Captain Kangaroos. That's uh, what we need. Good, fundamental, basic, all-American Pledge mm. of Allegiance type work. Because you know what we around here? We need more, just more faith and more trust in the American way. Right. Right. People, yeah, and I have faith and trust in you, Ted, to to slam on that button if anything gets gets too far out of whack in in you know going in any direction beyond that and and that's why I try to support you especially by how you know um this uh see I, I placed my burrito a good six inches away from your button that that burrito there didn't there was no way I was going to place that on your button Mike Mike way to go you uh you know, I mean, everyone loves a sick event, and by golly, you know, if, hey. if I put you at the top of that list, man, um, and I appreciate the deference to my button, you know, Whoa. you can't get too close to the button. I don't want. I mean, I don't want to be on the on the evil list there, Ted. I, I, 
You have, you have multiple lists? Uh, yeah, my list have lists, you know. I mean, oh. Yeah, I mean, there's kind of a, a pecking order, you know, I mean, and everyone gets a chance to be on top of the list. It's just a matter of, you know, how much time do we, we have to work on something. Um, you know, and, and some people self-select out and, and hmm. God, I really appreciate that because, you know, it just makes my job easier. Yeah. You know, when they realize yeah. that they, they've got nothing left to contribute here, you know, and yeah. they just move along, you know, and, oh, okay. and pick a, a secondary market, you know, somewhere in like, you know, Napoleon, North Dakota, uh, for example. Oh. You know? Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're kind of, yeah, that, what you're saying makes me feel more comforted because I do see, you know, how you're waving your, your list around in front of me as you explained that, that it, I do see a lot of names kind of crossed off on there. And I mean, what? at first when I saw that, I was concerned that, you know, that they had been eliminated through, you know, some sort of military intervention on your part. Well, I mean, things happen, like I said, so, you oh. know, it's, it's, uh, it, it's just nice when, you know, I don't always have to be doing the dirty work. Right. Sometimes you can leave the dirty, yeah, sometimes the dirty work comes, you know, out of the sky, out of the clear blue sky sometimes and just strikes down your, your enemies for you. Sure. You know, and, and setting up those film locations next to those really tall objects, sometimes that's just how it happens. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, man, I see one of those, uh, one of those potential beautiful weatherman she's she's over by that uh she's over by my map she's kind of she's kind of practicing gesturing around i'm not i'm not a fan of that well you know mike um i i've been meaning to tell you uh we'd like to do some more field reporting with you and uh you know you know i mean i i feel like you know we owe it to that young lady to uh, to give her an opportunity. Oh, damn it! I, oh, I'm oh, oh, I'm oh, sorry there, Ted. I didn't mean to didn't mean to say yeah, that in yeah. front of you. There. Yeah, like you, let's call <laughs> Oh, you you were you were ready for it though. I see how you, how you how you did you did in fact catch that and and hit the hit the button in time, despite the fact yeah. there's no microphones in this room. Well, I'm just, I, you know, I, I'm like a cat when he sees that, that that ball of light on the ground, he's ready to pounce. Real yeah. or perceived, he's after it, and that's me. Oh, oh man, yeah, you. I mean, you you definitely perceived that I was not. I'm I'm that that kind of news. You despite not being a news anchor here, uh, Ted, you you gave me some really debilitating news here that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be go the the way of the previous Mike and go out there and have to be in the field where it's where it's dangerous and there's you know uh, angler fish those guys are really dangerous at the bottom of Challenger Deep. Hey, you know, Mike, I I feel like I feel like we can find you some assignments. You know, I I feel like your heart's in the right place. It's just oh. uh, you know, it's just it's a matter of you know, giving the people what they want. Oh. My heart's in the in the right place of uh, uh, of of being shocked by ten ten billion volts of electricity and and then starting started exploding in my chest. That's what's gonna happen, Ted. Hey, you know some pro golfers like Lee Trevino's been struck by lightning more than once. I'm just saying. Oh, you know, 
It's not, not necessarily a death sentence. You know, you, you could oh. find your life out there on the road. Oh, oh my goodness. But Ted, I don't, I don't know how to golf at all. You know, you saw me at the company outing when we went to that putt putt golf course. I, I, uh, wow. I, I, yeah. I wish I had the sensor button for that. Oh, I know. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of F words being thrown around that way. And, and they weren't, they weren't, and people weren't saying for. Yeah, right. No fun, family, friendship, fellowship, none of that sort of stuff. No, no, yeah, no. I've never actually seen someone take a pivot at a putt-putt course. But uh, uh, you do. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know. That, that, but, and that was on a clear blue day there, Ted. I mean, the, the skies were clear, you know, it was still just a, just a difficult thing for me to deal with. Mike, 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 Mike. You know, I, you just take a deep breath and just into the ride. Okay. I'm taking a deep breath. Oh, okay. Here, I'm just going to put my inhaler. Don't worry there, Ted. I'm putting, putting my inhaler down. It's, a good 12 inches away from the button is that inhaler isn't going anywhere near your button. I didn't want to put that on your button. At yeah, all. I can't even have a do to my button. I, uh, I really would like you to, you know, when you leave today, yeah. take your coffee and your sandwich and your inhaler and your clipboard and your mm -hmm. clicker and, you know, make, make sure all of that goes with you. Yeah. I mean, you, you got a, you got a lot of items, you know, Ted, when you're when you're a weatherman, I mean, you need the you need the clicker to be counting clouds, and you need the clipboard to be writing down weather thoughts and so forth. It's not my fault that I have all these items. Like for example, uh, this one is a, a an old like a pointer stick that you use to point around the map. For example, I'll put this one down here too because I won't be I don't need it right now, so I'll just put this here on your console as well. Mike, I, yeah. you know, it's been a long time, and I've seen you with it many, many times. I, can you just help me understand what the QP doll does to help you with your weather? I just, I'm confused. Yeah. Help me understand that. Right. right. Well, you know, the, the, as you know, Ted, from just looking at this QP doll here, that this is a, you know, like it's, it's an angel, I, you know, and, uh, Angels hang out on clouds, Ted. So I kind of feel like in some ways they're driving the clouds around. Okay, so help me on, I like this the communication device or you, you just like a good luck charm. And, and how did you come about to have it anyway? Okay, here's the, here's the thing. That day uh, when, when the previous mic was electrified, by 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 the electricity lightning the thing is is that you know i found this cupid doll out just just a few 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 yards away from his charred charred remains and you know kind of like what i'm saying i think this cupid doll might have been responsible for giving me the good luck that it, that i needed in order to, to 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 move up to become the the weatherman here at imprntant wow it's your muse yeah, 
Yeah, I think kind of feel like ever since I've had this Cupid doll, I look at clouds and you know what? I think Ted, when most people look at clouds, they just see they see cumulus, they they see stratocumulus. But when I see clouds, I see, you know, like uh I see like um like dragon head or bird flying okay. or you know? Or fluffy bunny, right? Or what? Fluffy bunny? A bunch of money? No, a fluffy bunny. Oh, a fluffy, fluffy bunny? I thought when you said fluffy, you said something else. You should have used your, your sensor button on. Uh, good one. Good one. Mm, uh, yeah. Mike, it, it is my job to be the sensor. So just. Yeah. Yeah, don't get ahead of yourself. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, but not in like one of those, you know, one of those sensors. Like you know, the word sensor also means like a like an angel flying around with the incense, like a sensor. Huh? Any? Yeah. yeah, that's a word. <laughs> that that word means that. Okay. I'm just saying, you know. Like a sensor is sort of like a, uh, also like a QP in a way. Okay. Um, a muse, a predictor, uh, um, a vision, if you will. Mm. Something that, that brings you those powers. You know, Mike, mm. if you keep up sort of a, um, kind of ethereal or, you know, deeper level weather forecasting. I'm not sure that young gal's going to last very long. I, you know, um, yeah. yeah, look at, I, I, you know, just not sure she's got as much for, you know, people's thoughts. You know, is she going to stimulate them to think on a deeper level? Mm. Yeah. She, she more kind of yeah. She doesn't make people think deep thoughts, but yeah, they they they're just they're just. She makes them kind of uh, you know be real shallow and just just you know hey sex sells, but but I don't know. Does it make people keep coming back to get informed on the weather? Mike, 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 Mike. We don't use sex specifically. I mean, come on, that's 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 cheap. You know, network stuff. Here at mm-hmm. W-I-M-P-O-R-T-A-N-T, uh, that's just not our game. That's just yeah. not our game. Yeah, so much so that I, you get rid of the W. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. And, you know, I think someone, you know, you being here monitoring those sorts of things, you know, are, are the values that we're putting out and, and censoring anything that's inappropriate. Like, that's, that's I, I think that's what we need. I think that's good. I'm just yeah. my main. Yeah. W- one thing I am sad about is that, you know, that you were hired or that you moved up to your sensor position, you know, after, you know, the previous mic was, was electrified. And then we broadcast that out to everyone. And, you know, lots of ch- children and so forth were Trump children who, who were interested in getting the weather for that day. Uh, they're, they're permanently traumatized because of that event. Well, you know, I mean, I think they were hoping for, you know, a day off of school and after COVID that, uh, you know, we just go to remote learning. So I, I don't know if that's in the cards. I, I I really don't feel like I can take the blame for that one. No. Yeah. I mean, you weren't even in the position. I mean, I, you know, I, I think if, if they're just the way 
that you're with your sniper instincts and the way that you're always ready to pounce on that button, if anyone could could beat a bolt of lightning, uh, could censor a bolt of lightning, it would be you. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would absolutely, you know, I'd I'd, I'd give uh, my left. Oh wait, I would. Uh, yeah, I would. All my heart, I would make sure that that wouldn't happen. Oh goodness, uh, that 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 young lady over there, she's she's I don't know the the kind of gymnastic moves that she's doing and and just the way that she's kind of twisting around. Like I don't I don't I you know man I don't know I don't know if I can compete with that. Uh, you know, Mike, if we need to twist you around, I'm I'm happy to help out there. You know, oh. I'm sure we I'm sure we can get you to you know, stretch like that at least once. I mean, I mean, Ted, your, 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 your grappling moves, uh, you know, in regards to, to, to Froggy the puppet, like, I mean, you made him twist around, you, you twisted his neck fully around when you, when you suspected him of evil. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Froggy had it coming. He, uh, yeah. he kept pushing that line, you know, pushing that line, pushing that line. You wanted to get out of the pond and you know all the forest, and that just wasn't going to be how it was going to work around here. Yeah. Uh, so you know, like you had to kind of learn, um, mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes those lessons are hard. Uh, I you think know, I kind of of that same kind of lesson, Mike. I kind of agree with that. You know, I I I don't know about that type of humor where you know, I mean, you're 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 a frog. You know, and you're you're like you kind of always always on that line where it's like, oh, I don't know, did that frog just say something really offensive? He's he's just trying to get away with it, you know, just like the way frogs are always trying to be like, oh, are these are these animals that live in the water or do they live on land? It's like who knows? They're always just kind of blurring those sorts of lines all the time. Right, and you know, Tammy, the new weather girl, when he said, hey, do you want to come over my pad? I, you know, that was over the line, way Hmm. way over the line. Mm-hmm. That is just disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she did. She's got to rub it in your face by using the word "pad" to to imply that you know you you know, but to 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 you know some backhanded way reference make a reference regarding how you assaulted that frog. Sure, sure. I mean, I I just did what had to be done. I mean. If you're going yeah. to be the censor, you got to be the censor. Mm-hmm. By the way, I gotta, yeah. yeah. By the way, I don't don't mean to interrupt you from censoring, but I do have to place this mouse pad down. I'm not using it right now, but it was just uh, I was holding. I'm just going to put it down right here, just uh, right there on your console. Really? You know, well, I had it. All the stuff oh, I, I do with you all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm just we're just chatting, you know. It's like, you know, Ted. It's like we're at the water cooler here. We're just having a nice, a nice chat. I just had a few items. Just wanted to, to kind of unload here for a second. Like here's the, oh, here's my thermos, here, the coffee uh-huh. in it. I know you're not, I know you're not a coffee guy, but this is, I did, no. this is where I got my previous, previous cup. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh. 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 Um, oh Mike, I'd like you to look over there. Uh huh. Oh. You see Tammy, the weather girl? Yeah. Do you oh, see a mouse goodness. pad on her? Well, Do you no. see a thermos? 
No, no. I, she, she, in fact, does not look like a hoarder who carries around everything around with her all of the time. There you go, Mike. Be like Tammy. You can do it. Okay. And I think I'll, I'll start here, Tom. Or t- I'll start here, Ted. And uh, you're right. I'm going to put this thermos down. I don't need it anymore. You're right, Ted. Here goes nothing. Oh, no. Oh, Ted, it's right on your button. I'm so, oh, no. I'm so sorry. It's just beeping now. There, I got it off. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh man. It sounded like you were being you, you were so censored you couldn't even say anything there. Yeah, no. I mean that censoring button was even cutting me off. Yeah. Oh. It's probably good thing for you, Mike, that it was. Just saying. Oh. Oh, okay. Cause you yeah, I did I don't mean to respect to you there, any respect, disrespect to you there, Ted. No, no, I know you didn't. Okay, because I do see you're kind of, you're kind of warming up your, kind of, uh, choking sort of knuckles. It looks like. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, and you're, yeah. you are kind of getting in more of a military stance while you're. <laughs> Coming yeah, don't, don't worry, Mike. As, as you're on tonight, I'm pretty sure we're going to have to have a, you know, a National Weather Bureau uh, check during the broadcast, and I'm pretty sure it's going to land on your spot. Just saying. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, I'll I'll just let you know there, Ted, that uh, you know the we- the weather, you know, a, a broken neck usually usually doesn't happen as a result of you know lightning or hail or anything like that. That's that's usually not how weather takes people out. Nope, it's usually a slip and fall on a hard surface. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. That almost, that almost sounded like a Lisa scene. Uh, oh, the the people talking? Yeah. Scene. That's uh, the creator of this site. His name's Eric, and his wife do that. Do are saying it there. Ah, very nice, very cool. Yeah. Um, excellent. So, um, did we accomplish what you wanted to accomplish? Yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, I, I thought it was like. I'm just like, at first you brought the sensor thing, and I'm just like, I'm not sure if he's going here yet or not. So thanks for staying in the line. And then hopefully I picked up that. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, you interpreted it as a normal question. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I can make it more clear that I'm in a scene. Yeah, that's, that was funny. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Um, let's see. One of the things I ask afterwards here is uh, – uh, who do you like? Who do you think is a good improviser, Tom? Or, or what do you want to have to say anything positive about any anybody that we work with, uh, or who are you impressed by and whatnot like that? Um, yeah, out of our monkey butler crowd, I, we've got a lot of folks who bring a lot of gifts to the stage. Um, I, I like to think a lot of things about a lot of people. Um, I feel particularly fortunate that we've got Moon playing with us. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Her, her ability to lean into characters, um, you know, bring the female perspective in a in a group that's dominated 
uh, by the other gender. Um, I think mm-hmm. she holds her own very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I love the, the frivolity that you have with your characters. I, there's always that moment where I'm watching you. It's like, okay, Steve's coming with something good. I can just see it on your face. It, it's building. Um, yeah, I just, I, I enjoy a lot of things about a lot of folks. I, I've enjoyed seeing the growth out of so many of our players. Yeah. Um, ben and Bruce in particular, I feel like they've grown a ton. Um, mm-hmm. Ohm's a natural. He's very easy to be on stage with. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good crowd. A lot of, a lot of good people. I always feel like I'm going to hit the stage with Chris. Like, you know, I always know it's going to go somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's cool to be playing with so many people who are so talented and yet so giving and so selfless that they're willing to throw the lead to their scene partner very readily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I have a comment on that, but I don't. Yeah. I think you got to, I mean, what, I mean, yeah, that's one of the things it's like, like why else is your scene partner there? If you're not going <laughs> to give them the spotlight, so to speak. Yeah. You know, there's, there's probably moments where people um, get into improv and they want to do it for their, their own glory. But to me, it's always mm. been a team sport. Yeah. So it's that idea of, you know, how do I make my scene partner look, you know, like a rock star? Yeah. Go ahead. I, when, when you make your scene partner look great, you look great. Yeah. Yeah. People see it. I think they kind of see that, that like it's, it, it comes out. I definitely think a lot of it just comes out of the interaction between, between people. Like that's like, I think the audience can t- tell that, you know, like it, it, if someone's just kind of coming out and, and trying to like be all clever and whatnot like that, I think they can see that and it doesn't work. Yeah. And, and I think they'll, they'll tolerate it a little bit, but if it persists, they'll turn on you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, if, if you got your own agenda, that ain't going to work either, of course. Right. Uh, let's see. What do you have? Uh, Tom, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Do you have any art stuff you're doing or any links to anything at all? Uh, you know, my life is pretty much revolving around Monkey Butler uh, in, mm-hmm. in this, this time, this age, this dimension that we're living in. Um, I'm just looking forward to us getting back to um, doing live workshops. And I, I hope to heck we can curb this Delta variant in a, in a very short order and get it so that we can open up the world and uh, get back to playing live and doing live shows. There's, I miss that energy of an audience. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're definitely all looking forward to hearing about that too. And I know you guys are are meeting or whatever and talking about it, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Uh, awesome. Oh, go ahead. No, it's it's uh, you know it's it's changing day by day. You know, it's what does Denver Public Schools have to say about it, and you know the space we use is really dictating what they're doing. Um, you know, what is the CDC saying? And 
And I went to the grocery store on my way home tonight. And, you know, most everybody in the grocery store was back to wearing masks. And I'm just like, yeah, that's the right thing to do. I mean, I was wearing yeah. mine. So it's like, all right, that's, if that's where we're going, let's just do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's one step forward, two steps back. is like kind of frustrating, but yeah, that's what we got to do, I guess. It'd be nice to flip the slip on that and do two forward and only one back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess, I mean, ultimately I think we're going to get, we're going to get out of this in the long run, but it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's yes. It's a, it's a political issue as well. It's just fr the main frustrating part about it. Um, Let's see. So the, the the last part here, Tom, is what's called the storm off sign off. And uh, what happens here is that I thank you for coming on. Um, but then uh, what you do is you tell me off as you're leaving um, with, you know, you, 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 you just get upset basically and leave and you hang up and you get the last word. Um, so I do want to, you know, let you know that I really appreciate, you know, just, just, just being able to, to work with you, uh, like throughout the years with, with, with improv. And I know you put a lot of, uh, it's clear that you put a lot of effort into it and you definitely, um, are sort of, uh, uh, you know, like, you know, your kind of, uh, vision towards what you want is, is pretty clear. And it's definitely that, that you, that you're able to put like that, the group of monkey Butler together or, or whatever you said, how you wanted to put it, but it's just, you know, I, I really appreciate that you, uh, that, I, that, that, that's, uh, you know, available for, 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 for me to, you know, I met a lot of cool people through that. And I think I, I definitely appreciate that that you're the, you know, part of the, the person who's, who p puts that all together. And uh, yeah, and I, I also want to let you know, I really enjoyed improvising with you. You bring, bring up just a, a lot of things that I, you know, honestly, I don't, don't kind of predict a lot, but I still think that's like whatever you're bringing is always worth digging into anyway. So I, I, I appreciate that uh, just about your, your improv, improvisations. Well, thanks, Steve. Uh, you know, it's interesting in this world, this is an all volunteer gig and it's um, it, it it's just fun. I, the the thing I love about improv and always have loved about improv is far and away it's it's people showing up and just wanting to have fun, which you don't find much in you know the real world. You know, there's always somebody who's got to be talking something down or a naysayer, or you know, I I need to be a contrarian or whatever. And it's you know it's one of those moments where it's just like you know people just. Don't grow up. Let's just be children. Let's just let's just have that nervous giggle as we're going on the stage. You know, let's let's be like the Steves of the world who are just sort of living in the moment. Like, hey, let's figure it out on the fly. I don't have to have a plan here. I'm I'm just gonna do it the way I'm gonna do it, and that's how it's gonna be because I'm the guy who's got the stage at the moment. And oh. there you have. <laughs> Are you still there, Tom? I am, but I tried to make that the last word. Oh, okay. Oh, you're supposed to get mad at me. Was that you being mad at me? That sounded very nice way to be mad at me. Well, you know, a lot of years of management, Steve, I have, uh, I've probably lost my ability to really be angry with you because, ah. frankly, you're just too much fun to be mad at. So ah. um, 
I, uh, I appreciate you, but, you know, I have to say, uh, take your damn thermos and get it away from my button. There. Oh. Hmm. So, take that, put that in your pipe and smoke it, mister. <laughs> <laughs>